good evening, whatever time it is that you are currently watching this. Thank you so much for joining me. I absolutely love spending time with you. And I want to say thank you. Uh, we checked our stats recently. We're now listened to in 85 countries around the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. That is so amazing. Thank you for sharing this message with other people, telling people about it so that we can improve confidence and personal value from the inside out all over the world so that we can help people tame the bully between their ears. You don't throw away a whole life just because it's a little banged up. Those are some of the mission statements that we have here um, at our business, our Bully Proofing You business, and I just want to share those with you, and I am so grateful that you are on this journey with me. I'm so grateful that I'm able to share my experiences with you as I live them and learn them. Some of them are kind of painful. <clears throat> some of them are are not painful. They're they're just beautiful experiences. And I I've been working with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi in his uh knowledge broker blueprint business. Absolutely loving it. And the other day I was working with him and he says you need to watch your TV. And I said, I don't, I don't watch TV. What do you what do you mean watch my TV? And he says, No, you're you're not getting it. And he said you need to watch your TV. TV is transformational vocabulary. And you see, because in 2007, we took TV out of our house. I remember I was paying bills and I, I go to my husband. I'm like, do you know that it's cost like, it was like 60 bucks at that time. I said, do you know that we're paying 60 bucks a month for TV and we don't even hardly watch it and our kids watch it and it's rotten their brains. And I said, I don't want to pay that anymore. And so in 2007, we got rid of TV <laughs> and um, we stopped paying for those things. Now, obviously, as you know, you can watch TV on computers. You can, you know, it's not like we we were trying to limit the access from our kids. They were older. They were teenagers. They could make those decisions. To a degree, there are very specific rules um, with the house that govern it. But for the most part, I just didn't want to pay money to have them waste their time or what I saw waste their time or, or us waste our time. So I hadn't had TV, you know, cause at the recording of this, this is 2020. So it, it's been, you know, 13 years since we've had a TV in our house. And, and so when he explained it that way, when he said, watch your TV, there was some, some X, Y, you know, strict, some bash up in my mind, that cognitive dissonance that happens when a new idea comes in that you're not used to. And so my idea was TV's not good. You shouldn't just have TV. And then all of a sudden here's Tony Robbins, somebody I respect and, and, you know, value their opinions and their ideas. And, and he's saying you should watch TV. And I'm like, what? And I immediately went into this cognitive dissonance, this XY paradigm of new belief, old belief, which one do I look at? So I was really glad that I didn't tune him out and, and I listened. And transformational vocabulary has transformed my life. Now, I didn't know it was called transformational vocabulary back then. That's, you know, Tony Robbins term. I hadn't heard that before, but what I do know is that what I think about comes about. 
What I do know, what I focus on grows. Energy flows where attention grows. And the more energy that is in something, the bigger it gets. And so those things that I knew, I learned those things from other mentors. Transformational vocabulary is the way you describe what's going on in your life. So right now I can describe to you how, how I'm having this beautiful, incredible day. I get to look out my window and right now the sun is shining and oh, it's beautiful. These, there's these certain trees in Utah that, oh, they smell so good this time of year. And, and the birds are singing and you know, the, the neighbor just mowed their lawn. And so it just smells so good. I could, I could just sit here and be so grateful for everything that's going on right now. I can also tell you that there's cottonwood all over in the air and I'm having allergies and I've got a massive headache and we have people that are, are um, doing some some work on our house because we had a toilet overflow and, and caused a whole bunch of damage in our house. The exact same moment in time. The difference is the way I'm describing the moment You see, your language creates the experience that you're having. Your language creates the experience that you're having. And so if I sit here and I say, oh my gosh, I'm I'm ticked off, I'm pissed off, I'm angry, I'm enraged. All of those words create that experience in my life. Or if I sit there and I go, oh, that's interesting. Or, hey, just had a learning experience, <laughs> right? Or, well, hmm, that's, that's different. How are you using your language to create your life? That's the powerful question right now. I was, I was with my son yesterday. We went to lunch. I had some errands to run. I invited him to go with me because he was off work. And he's like, yeah, mom, I love spending time with you. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I've got a 21-year-old son who loves spending time with me. That in and of itself is incredible. And as, as we're running our errands and going through this stuff, you know, he, he says, I was telling him a story that Tony Robbins had shared with us. And, and at the end of that, he says, you know, mom, I'm so blessed. And I, I don't, sometimes I don't think it's fair. I don't, I don't understand why I get to be here and and be so blessed and, and other people aren't. And I said, okay, Max, that's, that's one way to look at it. I'm so grateful that you are in the mindset of feeling blessed, you know, cause he was telling me how great he, how happy he is and what a great mom I am and how blessed he is. And I mean, that's cool. I love hearing that. Don't, don't get me wrong. Absolutely loved hearing that. And I, I asked him, I said, okay, let's, I said, let's process that. Let's, let's talk about that a little bit. And I said, pick one of your friends, pick, pick one of your friends that they don't, they don't have a very good life or, or they're struggling or whatever. And so he gives me this, this friend's name. And I said, okay, give me 10 reasons why this person is blessed. And he said, well, he's got friends who will take him in. So he's not living on the street. He got the job he really wanted. He wanted to work as an electrician and he got a job to not only train him, but pay him for the training and pay for his education. 
Um, he also, you know, has, has parents that love him and, and care for him. And he went on and on. He listed 10 things. And I said, so is this kid blessed or not blessed? And he said, wow. I said, what's the difference between how you see his life and how he sees his life? And he says, well, he, he thinks his life sucks. And I said, yeah, because what's he focus on? He said, yeah. He said, wow, that's powerful. I said, Max, you have had some horrendous things happen to you. Some horrendous things that I hope never happened to anybody. And I, I wish they hadn't have happened to you. And I said, the beautiful thing is, is that you've had a parent who has learned how to look at things differently and has taught you the importance of focus. So it's not that your life is blessed. It's because you see the blessings in your life. So your life isn't any more blessed than anyone else's. It's just you see the blessings. Just like Tony Robbins talks about the horrible things that his mom did when he was a kid. And how that is a blessing because it made him into the person he is today. And without her, he wouldn't be the person he is. Tony Robbins has a blessed life because Tony Robbins sees the blessings. My son has a blessed life because he sees the blessings. I have a blessed life because I've trained myself to see the blessings. So I can sit here right now and look around and go, oh my gosh, I'm so blessed. Or I can sit here right now in this moment and look around and go, oh, my life freaking sucks. <laughs> the difference is what am I focusing on? What am I choosing to see? What language am I using? Is it a learning experience or a mistake? Is it an opportunity to grow or is it a setback? Did someone stab me in the back or did I learn to see the clues of somebody who may choose to be dishonest. Did I create something or destroy something or do both simultaneously? Because you see, if you want to create new habits, you've got to destroy the old habits to create new. So maybe destroying isn't as bad as you thought it was. Nothing has meaning except the meaning you give it. And so I'm constantly asking my clients when they use a word, I'll say, what does that word mean to you? Because I may be giving it a different meaning. I invite you to start asking yourself, what's the meaning behind those different words? Pull out a piece of paper, spend some time today asking yourself, what was the last three times that I got emotional and I reacted inappropriately? And what words did I use either out loud or in my mind to create that emotional experience? Write down the emotions and, and the actions and, and write out that scene. Now, do it now. Now, if you're still emotional, you can still do it. But now you probably don't have any of those emotions when you start. However, as you continue to talk about them, those emotions may come up. And so if they do, then I invite you to switch those words 
and use more positive words or put a different meaning on it or something of that nature. Change it, tweak it a little bit. I had a client who um, was trying to upgrade her language and somebody called her a word that she didn't like. And, and she says, okay, so, um, dogs bark. That's a female dog and dogs bark and bark is on trees and I like trees. And so she turned to the person. She said, thank you. Thank you so much. I love trees. And she walked away instead of in the past where she would get angry and hurt and upset and maybe get in a fight. That person who said that word to her didn't say anything, was totally flabbergasted, just kind of looked at her like, wow, you're a crazy person. And she said, Jeannie, I was free. In that moment of choice, I was free. Victor Frankl talks about that freedom in his book, Man's Search for Meaning. He says, between stimulus and response, there is a space. And in that space is our power to choose. And in our choice lies our growth and our freedom. That's what my book, Bullyproofing You, started with. That's the quote, and I keep that with me all the time. I love that quote. And so I'm inviting you to look at that space today. I'm inviting you to look at some of the words you use in that space. What decisions are you making in that space? And be very, very clear, my friend. It is a decision. It is a decision. Why do the rich get richer and the poor get poorer? Because of their vocabulary, because of what they're looking at, because of what they're focused on, because of where their mind is, because of the decisions that they're making in that space. It's not that that people have it all going on and they don't have any troubles or no worries. No, it's because of the decisions that they've made about and during and in that space. Tony Robbins tells a story about how it was, he had just had one business and, you know, he was growing it. He was working, he was working so hard and a person came to him and says, Hey, Hey, um, I lost $125,000. He said, Tony went ballistic on him, started yelling and screaming and swearing and, and Hunter, how do you, ah, freaking out. And he says, then I got a hold of my transformational language. And he said, first of all, I realized that kid's never going to come to me again. He's just going to try to cover it up or hide it. So that was a problem. So he went back and he said, man, I'm, I'm really, really sorry about the way I reacted. You kind of took me by surprise, freaked me out a little bit. Let's talk about this. You know, how, how did that happen? <laughs> how can we turn this into a learning experience so that never happens again? And I, I'm paraphrasing, you know, because I don't remember exactly what he said. But that's, that's what he did. He was able to change it and shift it and make it a, a learning experience. That's not, that's my word, not his. I don't remember what he used, but he was able to salvage that relationship. You know, they weren't able to get the $125,000 back, but they were able to not make that mistake again. That's what a learning experience is all about. Not making that mistake again, because if I get angry and upset and, and ticked off, I don't learn. When emotion is high, intelligence is low. 
I've talked a lot about the limbic brain, and when you're in that fight or flight, you can't think. Your neocortex is shut off. You can't think. You can't process. You can't act. You can only go by instinct and react. And so you've got to bring that emotion down. You've got to calm down so that you can think and process and act. Your language has everything to do with that. How you define the moment has everything to do with the language that you're choosing. Your language creates your experience, not the experience. So many people blame the experience, blame other people, blame circumstances. You have no control when you blame. You do have control over the language that you use to create your experiences. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I've absolutely loved spending time with you. Please share this with others. Let others know about this this podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Go ahead and go on iTunes and give us a five-star rating if you are so inclined and you'd, you'd like to do that. We love to see those ratings. And thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Have an absolutely incredible day, my friend, and bye for now. 